Every day, the Rundown podcast keeps you in the loop about the people and places that shape Chicago. The show is possible thanks to the ongoing support of listeners like you who understand the value of our work to keep you engaged. Support the Rundown podcast at wbez.org slash rundown donate. And thank you. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson says the city has cleared out nearly all of the police stations from being used to house migrants. As of yesterday morning, 18 of 22 police districts were cleared, with roughly 350 migrants still in police stations and more than 200 at O'Hare. Johnson says now only the 12th police district on the near west side is still housing migrants. We actually accomplished what I said we would do, and that's, that's, that's the credit to all of our departments, the full force of government. And I'm grateful to our, our, our police officers who've endured this type of recklessness for a very long time. While police districts are being cleared, the number of residents in city shelters is on the rise, with more than 13,000 migrants staying across 27 shelters. The Chicago City Council yesterday rejected a ruling that would allow police officers to contest their most serious discipline cases in private arbitration. That means bypassing the police board, whose hearings and decisions are public. Jeanette Taylor was among 33 council members who voted against it. We are at a time where we got to hold each other accountable and going behind closed doors to decide fate ain't holding people accountable. And trust, I want to trust if I call 911, you're going to come and do what I need you to do and not shoot and kill me. The union for most cops says it wants arbitration just like what other city workers get. Mayor Brandon Johnson says the city is willing to fight against that in court. Prosecutors in the federal corruption case of former Alderman Ed Burke are using their closing arguments to tell the jury Burke used his city hall power to line his pockets. My colleague Mariah Waffle has been going to the trial. Assistant U.S. Attorney Diane MacArthur started her closing argument yesterday by pointing to one defendant. She said the jury has heard about a pattern of unlawful activity and standing at the center of that steady drumbeat was Ed Burke. They accused Chicago's longest-serving city council member of wielding his power to, quote, satisfy his own greed and, quote, punish and extort. Today, MacArthur is expected to explain the legal intricacies of 19 different counts of corruption against Burke and his co-defendants. Then it's the defense's turn. The case is expected to be turned over to jurors by the end of the week. Officials with the Gary Chicago International Airport announced yesterday they bought a smaller general aviation airport about six miles away in Merrillville. The purchase cost $1.8 million and will help Gary expand on its cargo flights. And that could also free up space in Gary to one day bring back passenger service. Daniel Vicari is director at Gary Chicago. But this does offer us added flexibility going into the future. You know, we're thinking about 20 years ahead, not what's going to happen in three months. The Gary Airport now specializes in cargo and charter flights, while being home to corporate fleets such as for Boeing. A few more things you should know today. The head of the Chicago Transit Authority insists the agency rail system is safe and that there are no other places with conditions similar to those under investigation in last month's Yellow Line crash that injured more than 30 people, and three of them pretty seriously. National Transportation Safety Board investigators are examining whether the train's expected stopping distance was miscalculated, and if design flaws and debris or residue on the tracks may have contributed to the Yellow Line train crash. It ran into a piece of snow removal equipment on the same track. 
CTA President Dorval Carter said yesterday that there are, quote, no other areas of the CTA rail system with the same design features as that stretch of the Yellow Line. He also says Yellow Line trains will run at slower speeds when service resumes, but he did not say when that would be. And Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has declared this week Dog and Cat Adoption Week. Speaking at the Anti-Cruelty Society in Chicago yesterday, Pritzker called on Illinoisans to, quote, welcome a new best friend into their home this holiday season. Many shelters across the state are struggling with overcrowding as people surrender pets they adopted during the pandemic. Today's weather, it should be sunny with the high reaching 46 degrees. Tomorrow, cloudy skies but similar temperatures. And later today, we'll hear from the outgoing CEO of the National Museum of Mexican Art. Carlos Totolero co-founded the museum in 1982 to bring Mexican representation to the art world. It's, it's not rewriting history, it's on history correctly for the first time. And now he's ready to pass the baton. He reflects on his career and legacy. That's today at one o'clock. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening. 